Welcome to See Uncovered, a place where you'll find the stories of proven entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Ashley Henschel. Welcome to See Uncovered. Today joining me is Ryan Bahadori, CEO of Liquid Marketplace. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on. For those who don't know, who is Ryan? Can you just give us a background about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So I'm the CEO of Liquid Marketplace. I co-founded this business alongside Logan Paul and my partner, Minnick Dell. Um, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've had multiple businesses, uh, varying different sectors. I've had a commercial real estate development business. I had a smaller construction business at one point, and now with Liquid Marketplace, um, we're, we're on the cusp of going public in, in a completely new sector that I had no experience in other than my own interests. Uh, I was really ingrained in the crypto community. I'd been involved in a number of projects as an investor or an advisor over the past few years. My heart and soul really is in crypto and in advancing technologies, as well as collectibles. So Liquid Marketplace kind of collides my two interests into one business. What would you say started your passion for entrepreneurship and business? Um, I think it was really the freedom and the flexibility to do what I want and not really have to answer to anyone. Um, Being able to express yourself in a way that you can't at a nine to five job really motivated me and and pushed me to to always want to start my own thing, to always want to, you know, work on my own schedule. Mm -hmm. Not having to answer to anyone and being able to be as creative and as free as I'd like uh, really motivates me in the morning. Where did you guys get the idea for Liquid Marketplace and how did you go about starting a company? So I've been an avid collector my whole life. Um, started off when I was younger with Pogs. I don't know if you remember Pogs, yeah. but uh, it was like these little plastic discs that you throw on the ground. <laughs> very, very crazy game. But Pogs, uh, Crazy Bones was another one I was really big into. Um, and then that grew into Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, sports cards. And now in my adult life, uh, I'm a watch collector. So, I mean, I've really been a passionate collector my entire life. And um, what, what kind of motivated this idea is at the time, about two years ago, I bought an asset valued around $150,000 and I shared it with a friend of mine and he said, Ryan, you're crazy. How could you spend 150 grand on a piece of cardboard? Like what's wrong with you? Mm. And so I explained to him, I said, listen, this asset, there's only 10 of them in the world. You know, it's incredibly scarce. There's a market of 200 million people worldwide that consider themselves avid collectors in, in the card industry. I started sharing them different numbers, different metrics. I went through auction houses and how many billions of dollars that they generated year over year. He was blown away. He's a numbers guy. He's like, wow, this is incredible. I had no idea the collectibles market was so large. I said, this is crazy. It's going to continue growing. That asset now is worth uh, 450000 the one that I bought for one fifty. Wow. So it's grown substantially. And so after that, he said, you know, Ryan, if there was a way for me to put $1,000 into this card with you, and then when you sold it, you know, I'd get my money back in respect to what I put in, I'd be on board with something like that. Immediately, light bulb kind of goes off in my head. And I said, well, why can't we design a platform that gives people an opportunity to put $100, $500, $1,000, even a dollar in these virtually unobtainable assets, really level a playing field and open up the world of co-ownership to everyone. And so that was the inspiration behind Liquid Marketplace, giving people a fair opportunity to own these high valued assets that they don't have access to, that they don't have the capital for. Mm -hmm. And that can be expanded into any category of asset. It can be expanded into real estate. It can be expanded into fine art, like a Picasso painting. You could put $10,000 and be a co-owner of a Picasso painting. 
it can be a, a wide variety of assets. So that was kind of the motivational driver behind the idea. It's an amazing idea. And nobody's doing the same model. And so there are a few competitors in the space, but they're not, they have a lot of friction points. The way they've structured their business uh, kind of puts a lot of red tape around their hands in terms of what they're allowed to do. Um, regulatory and reporting obligations are much stricter with some of our competitors. There are a lot of things that we're doing differently in terms of um, making it less difficult for us, making it less difficult for the consumer to mm-hmm. operate and use our platform. But basically, we reinvented an idea that's already out there uh, from some of our other competitors that have been in the space for the past two or three years. But we've already grown past most of our competitors. And I think it's because of how quick and how easy our platform is to use. So most of the things, just so our students are listening and can know that are on the platform are cards or what are the types of things that can be on there? So right now, currently, while the platform is in beta, um, we're redesigning the platform. We've had a ton of feedback and points of data that we can work off of to really fine tune and sharpen our product. Mm-hmm. Um, we've garnered about 87,000 users to date. We've been launched for about five months. So in that five-month period, we've had a ton of feedback. We have a ton of data that we're working off of. And we're going to be redesigning the platform to house a lot more assets. But currently under this beta, available are um, high-end rookie cards of some really up-and-coming athletes. Uh, We have NFTs on there like Bored Apes, Mutant Apes, uh, CryptoPunks, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, these assets are not obtainable to an everyday person. They're two hundred thousand, yeah. hundred thousand dollars, with a lot of upside potential and a lot of nostalgia and a lot of excitement around them, a lot of media relevance. But how does a student with maybe five hundred dollars take advantage of a CryptoPunk? You know, yeah. they don't. But now on Liquid Marketplace, you can come on, put that five hundred dollars into that CryptoPunk, be a co-owner, and collectively, all the owners of that CryptoPunk decide when they want to sell it, when they want to buy it if they want to accept a buyout offer. It's all done through a democratized voting page. And that voting page is accessed by all the co-owners. So it's a really seamless way for people to own assets and decide when they want to sell it. But yeah, currently right now, you know, sports memorabilia, cards, and uh, NFTs. But we're going to be introducing art. We have some Basquiat's. We have some Banksy's. We have a Picasso that we're looking to list. And then eventually within the few next few years, we'll be listing real estate. So eventually when they want to sell, everyone has to come to a mutual decision. So yes and no. Um, If co-owners want to sell the asset to one specific person or to send it to an auction, yes, they have to vote. 80% have to agree to sell and then it gets sold. But let's say 80% say, no, we don't want to sell. But Mm -hmm. 20% say, yes, we'd like to sell. Those 20% can sell whenever they'd like in the secondary market. It's a peer-to-peer exchange where co-owners can sell their ownership to each other whenever they like. So you don't have to just wait for an auction. You don't have to just wait for a buyout. You can sell 24-7 whenever you'd like to another user on the platform via that peer-to-peer marketplace. What do you think are the biggest misconceptions when it comes to crypto and blockchain? Um, I definitely think there's a trust factor there. I think a lot of people have been burned over the past few years Mm -hmm. with a lot of these Ponzi schemes, with a lot of these pump and dumps. Liquid Marketplace, I'll state right off the bat, does not own any assets. We don't own any ownership in any of the assets. We don't care if you buy it or not. This is really just an opportunity for you to take advantage of. And we don't have our own crypto coin. So we don't have a currency. We don't have a coin that you can go and trade. You know, we're we're following regulations. Mm -hmm. We're doing things the right way. But I think that's the number one thing that's really hurt people over the past few years is a lot of the bad actors in the crypto space. So I think because of those bad actors and a lack of understanding of what this technology can unlock, 
it really makes for a difficult learning experience. For example, Liquid Marketplace, essentially a tokenization platform, we utilize crypto technology to bring users a new experience, bring users a new product. We're not a crypto project. We're not a crypto platform. We're simply a platform that utilizes this technology to give people access. Yeah. How else do you give people around the world an opportunity to purchase one single asset if not for the blockchain? You know, that that asset is now stored on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. Those tokens are created representing 100% ownership of that asset. And then people all around the world buy those tokens based on that specific asset. And their ownership is recorded on blockchain. You know, we're not a crypto business, but we're utilizing a technology that's available. So I think... um, I think there's a lot of opportunity to grow and definitely an educational curve, but we're going to get there. I think it's a brilliant idea. I do think, like you said, the educational curve, I don't know if you know, only a handful of states teach financial literacy. And that's kind of where we come in and why we want to do this because of this new technology and new crypto world that we're coming into. It needs to be taught and people are missing out. Here's the thing, you know, I think teaching it is being done the wrong way. I don't mm-hmm. think students and people need to understand what blockchain is. Yeah. I don't think people need a, a defined, you know, definition of what this is or what it's made up of. It's it's going to lose a lot of people. People are going to lose interest. People aren't still are not going to understand it. I think people just need very high level notes. Blockchain mm-hmm. allows you to store your information freely and accessible for anyone to view, including yourself. Mm-hmm. So for example, if your medical records were stored on the blockchain, you wouldn't have to go from a doctor to another doctor and get this doctor to send and fax over all your information to that doctor. You can access your own information on the blockchain, grab it and give it to whoever you want. It's just about accessibility. That's the whole thing about blockchain. You don't need to understand what it's made up of. You don't need to understand you know, how these miners work. I barely understand that stuff. You just need to understand the underlying benefit and it's to provide access. And that's exactly what Liquid Marketplace does. And that's exactly what other legitimate crypto companies do is they're trying to make people's experience more seamless and provide them access that they didn't have before. What made you want to partner with Logan? So I've known him for a number of years. I met him through the um, the community, the collectible community, the Pokemon community specifically. We weren't friends by any means, um, but I had his ear and I, and I definitely had his confidence in terms of, you know, I could bring a business model to him and, and have a 10, 15 minute conversation with him. So that's exactly what I did. I brought in the business model. I explained it to him. He was ecstatic. He loved what we were doing. What made me want to bring Logan Paul on board? Well, let's be honest. His pull in the community is immense. Mm-hmm. He has an incredible following of users that love him. You know, yes, getting a celebrity involved is always a bit of risky because they're so heavily under the scrutiny of the public eye. But to me, that risk was worth it. It would take us 10 to 15 years in order to market this business to 25 million people. With Logan Paul, we're able to do it in one day. You know, that risk reward was worth it to me. I completely agree. I think it's really gotten out there. And I've, I don't know, I've seen the Pokemon all over his page. And that's where I kind of got drew to the company. So I think it's a brilliant idea. Where do you see the company going, let's say in five, 10 years? Um, So yeah, you know, publicly traded, a million users, um, real estate. I think our platform really is going to be that key place where people come and invest and co-own real estate together. Think about it, real estate, especially in New York, you know, you're living there, you understand. Oh yeah. I can't afford a house even Toronto, let alone New York City, I can't do it. But now imagine giving a student, an 18-year-old student, an opportunity to put you know, $2,000 or $5,000 into a commercial real estate property, which mm-hmm. generates revenue month over month and pays them a dividend. 
Now they're going to earn revenue month over month off of that real estate because it generates revenue and they're an owner of that building month over month. Like the opportunity is crazy. It's almost a no brainer. Why wouldn't you want to get involved? I completely agree. I've never heard of anyone doing that. And I think it's going to really be receptive to a lot of different people. I think so. I think it really just comes down to the marketing. We really Mm -hmm. need to show people how easy it is. We need to create more partnerships, you know, be on more podcasts like this. Get people comfortable with the idea of Liquid Marketplace. Educate them. Show them that there's immense value here to be unlocked. Mm -hmm. Going back to you, what does a day-to-day look like for you? Very busy. Uh, I wake up, you know, five five thirty in the morning. Um, I, I prepare for my day. I usually start the day with, you know, some light reading. I read maybe an hour or two. Currently, right now, I'm reading this book, "The Magic of Thinking Big," fantastic yeah. book by David Schwartz. Uh, it, it really takes principles that I believe and that I've run with my whole life. The power of positive thinking. You know, thoughts are things. Imagining and believing in yourself, understanding that you can achieve whatever you put your mind to. This is what really drives me every single day. A quote that I live by, um, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And that was said by Napoleon Hill. So I I start my day off with with a book. Like I said, I'm reading this one. I have, you know, a tea in the morning. I have a bowl of berries. By 8 a.m., I'm I'm typically in the office, 8.30. Today, I was a little bit late. I had a call in the morning. Um, but typically I'm in the office 8, 8.30 and I'm on calls back to back. You know, every single day I'm I'm getting liquid marketplace out there. I'm speaking to investors. I'm speaking to VCs. I'm speaking to banks. I'm mm-hmm. speaking to partners in the space. I'm speaking with people like eBay, people like, you know, a wide variety of marketplaces just to really put liquid marketplace on the map. And it's all about networking. My job is to network the business, to educate people on the business. And I have a full day. I, I work until the evening and then you know, weekends, I do the same thing. Weekends, I'm in meetings. It takes a lot of work. You want to be an entrepreneur and you want to succeed. You have to put 100% of your soul, of your body, of your mind into your business if you want it to succeed. Mm -hmm. But 50%, you're only going to receive 50%. If you want 100% reward, you need to put 100% of your time in grind. I couldn't agree more. What has been the biggest challenge in your career thus far and how have you overcame it? I think my biggest challenge and, and the biggest hurdle, and this is where I'd really push you know, your students to really take my words as advice, um, stay in school. I 100% recommend all of you get an education, you know, go to university, get that degree, because I was not fortunate enough to have one. And because I did not pursue higher education or pursue school outside of high school, that really limited me in, in ways of how I could have conversations. I felt like I had to really prove myself. I felt like I had to work even harder to get where I had to be. Get in school. It, it's a good opportunity. You get your foot in the door a lot easier. That was probably my biggest hurdle was getting my foot in the door when I had no education. People didn't want to take me seriously. People didn't want to speak with me. People didn't think that I had what it took. Stay in school. Prove to people that you have what it takes. Get yourself that degree and then go out and do what you want. Do not find comfort or fall into the comfort of having a university degree, working that nine to five structured life. You still need to take risk. Mm-hmm. School really limits you in one way where it keeps you on this one path of structure. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to make sure you always step out of that comfort zone. But definitely to get your foot in the door, I would say pursue higher education because it does limit you in terms of your connections. What are some basic skills, in your opinion, that are important for new entrepreneurs or CEOs to have in order to be successful? Basic skills. I think being able to speak with people. I think being able to relate with people, um, being very personable. You need to take a real interest in what people are saying, what people are talking about. If you're just trying to remember what you read in a textbook or you're trying to, you know, 
make things unorganic and just make them hear what you think they want to hear. It's not going to go anywhere. You need to take a real interest in what the person you're meeting with is saying. You need to take a real interest in their background. You need to take a real interest in who they are as a human being. This is the only way you'll be able to connect with people. This is the only way you'll be able to network successfully. You can't make it fake. You have to make it 100% real. You have to really want to know who that person is. I need to know who Ashley is when I speak to her because I need to have an understanding so I can connect and have as, as genuine and as honest of a conversation as possible. If it's not as genuine as it can be, you're not going to make it anywhere. So I think definitely communication is, is the biggest skill. Um, and, and that will really lead to, to the growth of your business. Lastly, I always ask this, if you could give a piece of advice to a college or high school version of yourself, what would you tell him? A piece of advice based on my experience? Yes. Association. Uh, make sure the friends that you keep around you motivate you to do good things. And I know that sounds like something your father would say or some old man would say, I'm 31 years old. I'm not much older than you guys. And what I've learned is you need to make sure you associate with people that motivate you. You have to make sure your friends are good. When you surround yourself with millionaires and billionaires, you will be a millionaire and a billionaire yourself. You surround yourself with criminals. You surround yourself with bad people. You surround yourself with people that, you know, want to do bad things or hurt people, nothing positive is going to come out of that relationship. Forget about business or any of this other stuff that I could tell you. Bad association, it genuinely does spoil useful habits. Be careful who you hang out with. Always be cognizant and aware of who you keep around you because you show me five of your friends and I'll show you who you are. I love that. Well, thank you, Ryan, so much for being on CEO Uncovered. I love learning about Liquid Marketplace and everyone who's listening needs to check it out because I could really see and in a few years be the biggest thing. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to See Uncovered. You can check out more at www.createeveryopportunity.org. Thanks again.